I'm Shell. And, and this, this is, is the Pineapple, Pineapple Podcast. Podcast. We own a women's only gym in Newcastle, Australia. We exist to create communities that foster a deep sense of belonging and self-worth. We have combos and aha moments with women all the time. The Pineapple Podcast is a place where we can take those conversations further and invite you all into our sacred space with a huge dose of fun, vulnerability and laughs. Hello. Welcome. 2024. Wow. It, yes, it is. It is 2024. It's been. I know. Even though we dropped two episodes this year so far, it still is our first real episode that we've recorded in 2024. Yes. Um, First time back behind the mic together and we're pumped. So pumped. I'm so excited. It's been, yeah, it's, it's a, time is always a funny master, right? Um, So it feels like it's been a long time since the beginning of 2024, since we last recorded a podcast, but it's only been a blink of an eye as well. Yeah, yeah. December, mid-December, last time we were here, I saw this meme that was like, January, you might not feel like this because you're away, but January went for like 20 years, but then between 1st of Feb and now the 13th is like a second. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, January does go for a while sometimes. I don't know. I feel like because it's allowed to kind of sneak in the back of December because you're kind of in and then you just think, oh, it's January. Yeah, and it's a fake Um, month. Like the new year starts from Feb, right? Yeah. (laughs) All bets are off like, you know, by the end of Jan, school's back, all those things. Um. Well, hit me with your low. Yep, we start with the low. Yeah. Look, I was trying to think about it and there's not too many lows um, at the moment, which is great. Um, the main thing that I was thinking of, which is pretty, you know, good to say, is that we are at the end of summer when this drops and summer just goes so fast. Mm. And there's been some pretty humid hot days this month, so this year, I should say. So I am kind of looking forward to autumn's crisp what? mornings. What? But huh? March has still got 30 degree days. <laughs> No, with just a nice, you know, yeah. you're drinking your hot coffee by the beach and it's like, mm, Yeah, nice. you've got the crispness in the yes. morning and the evening, which is like... Perfect sleeping A little bit of tazzy. Yeah, little yeah. A little bit of tazzy. Weather. But in saying that, oh, those winter days where you just don't want to get out of bed. And <laughs> the, the biggest thing is the daylight yeah. in winter. Mm-hmm. The lack of daylight gets me. Anyway, I'm not going to whinge about winter now. It's only February. But I just love summer. And you just need to go and spend some time in Europe um, in the winter when yes. they've got like from 10 till 2 daylight and then you'd be like, oh, Australia's got heaps. Yeah. But Rach, uh, one of our coaches was saying that they get 10.30 p.m. sunsets. Yeah. That's insane. And 4 a.m. sunrises. Yeah, but yeah. it's still not hot. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? Well, it's not cold. <laughs> no. Anyway, your um, low. So my low is, you know, there's partly a high in there too, but um, so we – have had my big girl Bonnie start high school and my youngest little girl Dot start kindergarten and they're both starting at new schools or you know new experience entirely for Dot but she did go to prep at a different school last year and so there's lots of newness lots of big emotions Mm. um and Bon it was actually it's been interesting seeing her start high school and it just reminded me a lot of how she started kindergarten, like she was feeling all the feelings. Um, but we spoke about how she's okay and I'm going to be there and you've got this. And she's like, okay, mum, all right, I'm really nervous, but I'm going to go do this and just kind of, you know, built on from that and step forward, step forward. Mm. Um, but so I guess the the low in this is 
it's not been like that for Dot. Like no. she has gotten less and less and less keen to start school, even with like her best friend goes to that school yeah. in a few in year two. Um, she's got it's really familiar to her. It's all of that, and I just haven't been able to get to the heart of what's really yeah. causing her the most distress. But um, yeah, like it's it's getting worse. Like this is one week today, so she started last Tuesday, and it's like crying, having to mm. peel her off me. Her teacher is beautiful. The principal is beautiful. There's so many kids support. that love and care for her and support her. And it, oh, just, I could, I'm just going to leave it there because I'll yeah. probably start crying. But just her little so fingers hard. on my arms as a peeling off. It's like, I believe in you. I'm so confident you've got this. I only leave mm. you with people I trust. And she's not a shy. She's not a wallflower. No. <laughs> she is a very independent, strong, young woman. So, so it's not that she's shy about mm. this. <laughs> That's right. And so anyway, this morning I've had a big cry. So my eyes feel a bit puffy. Lucky you can't see me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that just feels tricky because you just, you know, so I'm sure lots of parents out there can resonate. Mm. You know, you just want them to be happy. You, I guess, I guess I, I want to be validated by her happiness. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't mean that it's not an okay thing or a good thing to be doing, but I just it's just nice when they're happy to do it. Yes. And easier on you too. Absolutely. Mm. So why we start with the low so we can move on to a high. To a high. Tell me about your high, Britt. Well, I've got a um, much more serious high that we're going to speak about um, in the next segment, but Yesterday, <laughs> when we record this, was Super Bowl day, <laughs> and I'm not much of a uh, NFL person until you this year. Yeah, you no, until much, this yeah. year, uh, I have watched the halftime show for many years, and it's always been some football game around a halftime show. It's not. I've never cared about the football game, but anyway, fellow Swifties out there will know that Taylor Swift is dating an NFL player. He made it to the Super Bowl, which is like their grandfather of the year and it is a real life rom-com being played out before our <laughs> eyes which I am a sucker for a good rom-com and it's been a, a fun a half year of watching them at NFL games and anyway plus and you actually then got into the sport right? I got into like the sport. it wasn't just about I the bought rom-com. a chief shirt yeah. like yeah. I <laughs> yeah it's actually been to so you'd still be into I. it if they broke up yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. we See, it's, real. It's, it's real we've got a sport in common now it's quite nice to yeah. have a sport that we like to watch together and um yeah it's it's entertaining Second to that, we had Usher, halftime performance, epic. Rhoda, one of our coaches, is an Usher. She's, like, going to marry Usher in her next life. So it was great for her to, you know, watch it, and it was great for me to watch it because it was like my 16-year-old life (laughs) being played out before my eyes, everything I listened to when I was in high school. And Beyonce, my other love, Drop new music yesterday. Bloody hell. Uh, yeah, Brit can hardly contain herself right now, <laughs> it, actually. It was a big yeah, day. It was a very big day. Yeah. Very so, exciting. I, it's Valentine's Day week. All my loves has come <laughs> has come true. Well, and I must admit, your love for the halftime show ha- piques my interest, so at least I'm aware of it. Mm. And then I haven't Googled Usher's thing on YouTube yeah. yet, but I will, and I'm very excited to see it and see all of the, you know, yep. so just Alicia know it rubs. come out. She's a babe, beautiful Ru- singer. Rubs off. Um, anyway, so all very pop culture, and you know that I do bring the pop culture to the podcast. <laughs> what, um, what do you mean? I do too. <laughs> <laughs> but fun nonetheless. Um, so hilariously, to follow that, 
My high of the week is I got Taylor Swift tickets. Yeah. <laughs> and on this day that it's released, this podcast release, you'll be driving. You'll be listening <laughs> to this podcast driving to Taylor correct. Swift. Yeah, so I am on my way to Taylor Swift because I got Taylor Swift tickets and she doesn't even know any and songs. I'm, and I'm, <laughs> I do. <laughs> and um, I have a very good friend and her teenage daughter who is coming with us who, Brit, sorry, I they did. They invited them, not Brit, and mm. somehow she's still speaking to me. But yes. there's more tickets dropping, right? Like there is. So we're hoping. Anyway, if I'm on the way to, we'll put up a post on our Instagram and say we're both going. <laughs> one person knows a song, one person doesn't. I know a bunch of songs, <laughs> and and my friend's kid has sent me the playlist, the set list, and I'm supposed to listen to it on. And you've repeat. got to get an error out. Yes. Well, look, look, I've even got those bangle things the on my bracelets. The, what am I supposed to dress up as? Reputation. reputation. I told Shell that's yeah. her reputation. Anyway, error. That's actually my fake high because yes, it's going to be amazing. I'm actually really yeah. looking forward to it. However, um, your real high. My real high is Tasmania. Yeah. Um, on so many levels, Tasmania just as a place and a location to go mm. and visit. It's absolute incredible beauty that exists. Not because I got to go and see it, but it just exists anywhere. It's just easy to be there. You can be in the city, then you can be on a mountain or by a beach or in a waterfall or in an old growth forest with incredible, like, mm. it's just easy to get around. And I was there in peak season. So that level, incredible. And then just having the time with my family. So three weeks, the first five days was pretty brutal, like yeah. getting used to each other nonstop, let alone in a camper, but still brutal in a beautiful place like it wasn't that brutal but you know then it just got to the point where by right at the end we were just in a really good groove and we actually missed each other when we got home yeah. and weren't there all day and it, that that's kind of followed through and look it's not to say that my girls weren't absolute donkeys yeah. and would fight but there was real moments of beautiful connection and we had some friends down there well my family some family who lived down there but other friends um, from traveling. here that we're travelling down there that we got to connect with. So we just kind of got like the best all of, of all the worlds. Yeah. Um, and, you know, for me, like connection with humans but then just connection to nature yeah. and just being blown away. I love, I just love being somewhere and feeling so insignificant. Yeah. Like, it's so humbling. Yeah, you know, I love that too. You know, and mm. of all of the things, people keep saying what's your favourite and I can't, I still can't answer that but I think that moment of like, absolute insignificance yeah you know you know not in a weird way was in the old growth forest when you are standing next to these trees that like existed before Anything. anyone decided Australia was discovered you yeah know, like like so old wow and so tall and you stand next to their trunk and in a photo like being there you just feel so small but even like in a photo you just like that's like one little tiny corner like you can't even your arm yeah. to hug the tree. You can't even get like an eighth of a way around. And then some of the ones that had fallen down, you just like walk and walk. And this, it, it just, something in that just. Wow. You know, like, like how is something that old? Yeah. And big and incredible. Yeah. So I guess in, I could probably keep banging on for the rest of the episode yeah. on different. But also like the that. fact that you were there at peak season and still had that feeling of being like no one was around, you know, it was yeah. oh, I'm just a small portion of the world. 100%. Yeah. And, and I think also it's worth noting is that we did cover a lot of ground. Mm. We kind of did the Kentucky tour of yeah. Tasmania. We did ticked off a bunch of like hot spots. Yeah. So we didn't get off the beaten track. I mean, we did, sorry, but like it was more like ticking off hot spots. 
which is what the plan was to go and do that and yeah. then be like, right, now go you back. can go back to every location and spend like mm. a week or more just really like, you know, there's so many roads off to the side. We're like, oh, I know that's going to lead somewhere amazing or there's a little winery around the corner. Yeah. I just was said it many times that I could move here. Um, yeah. Just and people do. A lot of people yeah, do. There was lots of people that we met that had moved there. I think it's just the ease but everyone town. kept saying to me, you've got to come back in winter because, you yeah. know, the daylight thing you were talking yeah. about. Like, So we had, like, it was only proper dark at, like, a bit after 10 p.m. Wow. And the sun would be properly up by 5. Wow. But obviously think about that in the winter. You, and you know. the cold. And just the other thing that blows my mind about Tassie is, like, when you're down there, so when you're on the west coast, the closest country is Africa. When you're on the south, the closest place is Antarctica. You're actually down really low. Yeah. Like, New Zealand's higher than you down yeah. there. It's just... I, I don't know why that felt really significant yeah. in some of the places that we were standing and it just just felt untouched even mm, though. Anyway, not. so basically get to Tassie. There's yeah. there's two people in Tassie um, right now that have, I think one of our clients is down there yeah, and another right. person I know who have literally gone down for because of you. event action. Because of your oh, influence. To- totally. They, yeah, they, didn't, yeah. they must have planned it in the last yeah. week. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. But that trip was meant for like three, two years ago, right? Like 21? 2021 when I yeah. turned 40 yeah. in August and the lockdown like locked on the 5th of August and we were supposed to be there for the 6th, 7th, 8th for my yes. 40th down in – I mean, Tassie had closed its borders to us two weeks beforehand. Yeah. But, yeah, so this was – A long time I tried to not make it the trip – that never happened? That never happened because it was a bit different. But, yeah, it definitely had that feeling. Yeah. However, yeah. you know how, like, the only place I didn't get a refund on was the floating sauna? Yeah. Guess where I didn't go? Oh, the floating yeah. sauna? Because we're just trying to – it's obviously gotten really popular, so oh, yeah. the availability was limited. He's got a manager in now, so it was just a bit – Hard to book in. Tricky to get the – and my um, – I was with Vodafone and I got no reception, which was amazing. Yeah. But um, it just it just meant connecting all that was hard. And I just was like, you know what? I've got two sessions, two private sessions booked that are there. So I'm like, I'll just maybe take the girl, like yeah. not not my girls, like a bunch of girls, like yeah. girls trip down and yeah. we'll go and do it. Long so, weekend or something like that. But something. over winter that would be pretty cool. I actually it? think it would be yeah. better over winter. Yeah. That, you know, change in temp between the sauna and the ice cold yeah. lake. Yeah. Mm. The, yeah. So anyway, Epic. that's my long-winded but actual... Well, we love a bit of travel segment, yeah. so well done. Yeah, that's so good. So good. <laughs> We've now bought a camper yeah. too, so that got my husband, like Adam, over the line. That's um, so cool. He was just really enjoying that too. Time We've to been... travel Australia. I know, right? Like, so anyway, we'll yeah. um, see. It's all happening. Yeah, it does feel like it's all happening. Um, so we're now buzzing off our highs. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> um, we've got another exciting thing, mm. and I guess it probably falls into the category of highs for both of us Definitely. but um yeah why don't you like it's you know I guess what is it like new year often um we have like fresh things in our heads to of how we're gonna like what's what's gonna be our goals or that yeah. for the year and this thing that we're about to talk about is something that we did used to do and it's mm. been on our hearts and on our minds to bring back when we've had capacity um both in location and in our team yeah. so this is and while this is pineapple, you know, talking about pineapple fitness um, as a gym here in Newcastle, it, what we're going to touch on is relevant to anyone that has young daughters, um, mm. young, you know, people in their life that potentially um, are going through a time at the moment. Well, being a teenager or yeah. navigating high school or that's whatever. it. Growing. But basically, 
As we are recording today, we are about to launch or relaunch High School Pines, which is our high school girl classes in the gym. And we did this pre-COVID um, for, I think, a year. And yeah. um, today is the first day that we're bringing it back in our new gym with a new feel um, and a new program. And it was epic back then, but we're even more excited for the way that we're running it this time around. Mm, yeah. um, Pretty much they're doing a very similar program, obviously safe and tailored to the teenage girls that and our growing bodies, yeah, that, that our small group studio members do, which is a strength and conditioning program. And they're going to feel like they are mini athletes, yeah. you know, running around the gym, not running, but like working well, out in the gym. Running. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and really getting to know their way around the gym and how it works and how their bodies work and how their muscles work at a young age, mm. which is just so cool and something that we're so passionate about. Yeah. And I think it's worth like now talking about, um, I guess both of our experiences mm. and how, like, yeah, what we're what we're wanting to create and hopefully bring about change because, so mine and Brit's experiences, which were different, but bring about change. And then, you know, the women that we see come into the gym, you know, in their thirties, forties, sixties, kind of broken mm. and still broken, still limping and fractured along a little bit from these mindsets that were, that created. were created back, you know, back. Early on, like maybe even before 12, 13. puberty, but yeah. around that time, um, where they so, and I guess like so, for my experience, was so I did used to, I still hold well, actually, someone fact checked this, but last time I was told, <laughs> I still hold the butterfly record for the under 12s in my primary school, so mm. I was swam competitively and I was really, um, you know, fit and healthy, but then coming to high school and all that fell away and I just only knew what my body looked like. Mm. So I guess even though I'd used it so much as a kid, it wasn't instilled in me to be like so proud of what my body can do and mm. like like let alone the achievements you make from it. Like, yeah, it's great that I still hold the record, but like, you know, your body is able to carry you through life and, and do all those things. And so then, you know, I guess the trajectory for me was – just really negative self-talk as I then noticed that I didn't look like some of the other people mm. that I wanted to look like, um, you know, the popular girls at mm. school. It was a little more, I guess, contained to a local area or what was in a magazine, yeah. et cetera. But it was definitely about how my body looked, looked and yeah. I didn't like the way that it looked. So therefore you S felt like you didn't measure up. Yeah, and so then that sucked and that way I'd be angry and so then mm. – you know, that then goes down a path that goes on to the rest of my life. But interestingly, my different experience, experience to yeah. Brits. And I guess the reason I am so passionate about bringing these girls into the gym and getting them feeling healthy and strong is because my background from, you know, six years old is surf life saving and very competitive sports. And I'm not saying that this is what every child needs to do because everyone's different and I, you know, it's not for everyone, but my life was two sessions a day, two hours a day, morning and night, five days a week, plus Saturday mornings. There was no time for me to really, firstly, you know, once I got to high school, get into drugs, get into drinking, get into bad habits. So that's one area that is very good. But second to that, I 
definitely had my struggles when it comes to belonging and, um, you know, I wasn't one of the popular kids, all that kind of stuff at school. But when it came to me believing what my body could do in a sporting moment or getting changed in the change room in front of other people on swimming carnival day, anything like that, I was not even thinking about the way my body looked because I was just like, get me in that pool. This is my time to shine. I might not fit in that much in the playground, but I can beat the shit out of these people. (laughs) I'll leave them in my way. (laughs) And that's not even, I wasn't even the best swimmer. Like I was actually not the best in the Mm. pool, but I just knew that that is my one like place that I could really belong and show what I was capable and you tr- of. Like, yeah, and you felt strong and yeah, trusted your body. Yeah. yeah, and I didn't care what I looked like in a pair of swimmers all through high school because I actually knew that I put in the work every single day to make my body strong and it wasn't like, well, I look better than everyone because I train because that's not even a didn't thought. Even think that, like, yeah. It was just like I'm so used to being in – um, sporting attire. I'm so used to being in an environment where we're all here for our strength and our, you know, putting our best foot forward that I don't really care if, mm. like, I don't, I'm just going to get out there and do what I do because I know how to do it and my body knows how to do it and let's go. And like, also, like, what you didn't know then, but like moving your body like that, the endorphins yeah. that then just help to, you know, yeah. risk manage you against a whole lot of other things like negative self-talk but you just were like and exercise was my safe space like as much as that you know I'm not saying it was perfect it was a perfect culture in the surf life saving arena but if I'd had a bad day at school heading to training in the afternoons and just shaking it off Mm. was the endorphins I didn't even know what they were back then but they were real still that's right they show up no matter what yeah um So I am really passionate about girls getting their gym, getting strong, um, because if they can just plant the seeds in their brain of, wow, I just box jumped something that I didn't think I was going to be able to, or I know my way around this joint. That's it, just not being an unfamiliar place. Yeah, so many women are scared to step into a gym still to this day, and that's a a valid fear. If you've never been in an environment where everything's black and everything's shiny and, like, it looks weird and heavy, like, as soon as you do something once, you you know the second time you do anything, you feel better at it. We're teaching these girls how to do that from 13 years' age. We're planting those seeds so that when they get to 21 and they're, you know, friends are starting a gym or their friends are not interested in the gym going out drinking but they know that they're back in when they're 13 they did this thing that they can remember how to go and start something new yeah without that whole oh my god I don't know how to do this absolutely and yeah I guess why I'm so passionate about it is because if I I think if I had had that input I had a very capable body mm. But I, I learnt to not trust it and I just think if I could have had that input, even if it wasn't two hours a day, yeah. every day, like, you know, like even just to have some regular consistent exactly. seeds planted so that when I was in a place which was well into my 30s to actually engage with myself in a healthy way rather than still being and, – and I still ride the effects of – going more easily going into what do I look like rather than how does my body feel and what Mm. can I do with it and look aesthetics is okay like it's not to say 
no to yeah. that. But it's just that when that's your driving goal, it's just a completely different journey journey and game yeah. and headspace. And then the trajectory of that is, yeah, I'm, it's really, really, really crap. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, just to be able to sow those seeds into young girls, mm. I, it's exciting to me. Very exciting. And yeah. then for them to be part of a bigger community mm. of women, and I'm so for sure, like the women that make up pineapple are women who, you know, again, would would probably sit here right next to us and say the exact same thing. Like if they could uh, model or be mm. in, an inspiration to young girls so that their path could be one of like strength to strength, mm. um, you know, yeah. they want to see them shine. And, and that's the thing, like women truly having other women's backs and wanting to see them succeed and we're just, you know, again, so excited yeah. to be able to offer that to our young girls. If I could gift 13-year-old me anything, it would be this community. Yeah. And um, obviously when you're that age and going through it, like it does get a little bit awkward sometimes and now, you know, we're grown women and we just get on with it and mm. you support each other wholly. But um, I think the biggest difference between, you know, my upbringing and the sport I was in is that it was very competitive. So the community wasn't always there because we were competing against each other. Yeah. There had to be some, you know, nails out sometimes. <laughs> but there isn't that obviously in pineapple <laughs> and it's all for fun. Um but that competitive spirit is also good. Like I think that you've got to be a little bit cocky to get through life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I guess the, the actual, like if you wanted to word it, like you just it's the self-belief yeah. that like I'm going to give it a red hot go and I might succeed and I probably am better than you yeah. in this one arena, but that doesn't make me better than you. No. That just means that I'm going to win this race and then I'll teach you how to do better next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, do you know, one of like we were talking um, off air just before, and we're going to move into um, chatting about kind of what are our goals for mm. the year, and what you just said and talking about your upbringing again was consistency, which is yeah such a boring word, but it's my word, one of my words for the year, mm. and that's something that even though there was. You know, what, what you, you talk about a community that was a little bit competitive yeah. and maybe there was a, a little bit of yeah whatever whatever went on there, there still was the consistency there. So I bet whoever you had a whatever with still yeah. had to show up the next yeah. morning together and then the next night together and then, you know, whether it's in that relational way or you just consistently had to show up for yourself. Like it just forges very consistent habits that, you know, are just ingrained in yeah. you and then... Discipline, essentially. You, exactly. Like it's what it's forged in me. And yeah. Yeah, I owe a lot to that sport. And it doesn't, it, like I'm not saying that I didn't get to early 20s and have my own problems with eating and body image. I 100% did. But while we're talking about those teenage years mm. of high school, I was very lucky to have a sport that gave me or have a, you know, it doesn't have to be a sport, have a place that made me feel like I was very capable mm. and that capability transferred to my schoolwork to well, and what I was going to say is even though what you struggled with you know in your 20s and yeah. then that you still had a resilience and a capability to know well I can do hard things yeah. like I've done hard things before yeah um yeah even to this day 
I, you know, have a belief that I'm quite a resilient person, mm, so I'll absolutely. be right. <laughs> yep. yep. And interestingly, I just have a belief that somehow things will be right too. Even like, so I guess that's one of our similarities and yeah. values. I'm like, it comes from different areas, different places, mm. but you know, like there is, yeah, always a, always a way through. And that's what the beautiful thing is about the women that join Pineapple. It doesn't mm. matter if you're 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 and whatever you're starting point is and whatever your self-belief and self-talk is, it's never too late to start making inroads and and really bringing about material change about your relationship um, with your body. And it's not to say that it's an easy journey all the time, but there is some really excellent tools and I'm like, I'm living proof of it to be able to, to live really differently to and believe things differently about myself to and what I And that's probably our favourite piece of feedback. And I've seen it a lot this year with, um, you know, we're getting to Feb, so we've had a lot of people start in the new year and we check in with them four weeks post their first session. And on those calls I'm, I'm hearing and I'm seeing the other coaches saying that a lot of the feedback is I have never been someone that got out of bed at 5am <laughs> and I do not believe how I'm doing this, but I'm here every morning and the confidence that has given me myself to be yeah. a person that gets out of bed now at 5am and comes to the beach or comes to the gym is just the mind blowing my own mind. Which then that filters into other areas of their life. Yeah. The other thing that is um, bittersweet, like when our clients will move, have to move interstate or Mm. move somewhere for work or, or whatever reason. And they're just like, one of my biggest considerations was like, how do I leave pineapple? Like yeah. I'm really worried about leaving this community and then having to go start somewhere else. And like, I get that. And the, like, you know, surround yourself with, with the people that you want to be like mm. and, and that, but one of the things that is beautiful too, is we still hear from some of our clients yeah. who moved away and they're like, the love of looking after myself and caring for myself that you instilled in me has allowed me to continue on in this journey, yeah. even though I would like cut off my arm to move back yeah, and be yeah, with yeah. pineapple, like to have that, you know, instilled in them. And that's people who aren't teenagers, like yes. amazing to be able to do it then, but just, I guess it's demonstrating that it can be what you're about, yeah. even if it's very different to what you are like now. Hundred percent. So that is the exciting news that we have, um, yeah, happening today, day of recording here, and um, they're going to run Tuesday, Thursdays in the gym. Check out our website for all the deets on that, or have a look on our Instagram page um, if you'd like to know more. Yeah, Yeah. and if you've got a young person in your life that would love to be part of it, definitely um, reach out to us. Moving on now to twenty twenty four. Theme, goals, inspiration, words for each of us. Um, we're not, you know, bucket list people. Well, we are bucket list people, yeah. but we're not, um, you know, new, new year, players. new year, new, new me. Yeah. 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 But we do set intentions. We're very for intentional sure. about our intentions. <laughs> and we do yeah. like thinking, you know, not just living every day. We like thinking, how do we want to feel this year? How yep. do we want to set ourselves up yep. for a really in, um, happy year? So, Shell, what is your words? What is your goal? Well, t- t- 10 points to anyone who can guess what my word is. Consistency. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, just consistency and I think f- what I want from that consistency is and I guess like just consistency over like working out and kind of the times that I work out that's like so that I'm not like burning fuel in my brain about trying to fit things in here or trying to fit things in there so just having some consistency throughout the week and rhythm Mm. also just with um 
food. Like, so again, it's not overhauling that it's needed. It's just like being really intentional in making sure that my Sunday plan covers the whole week. Mm. And I like to talk about framework, like nothing is set in stone in my life. And so I don't want to become so consistent that Mm. there can't be a little bit of ebb and flow. But um, what I guess the biggest thing I want to get out of that consistency is just the bandwidth that I burn and use trying to fit things in all over the place. So I really, yeah, and I guess that's like I've been saying to some of my friends, just just bringing a little bit of Tassie with me around, Mm. you know, bringing the the Tassie into my life now. And and I guess what it felt like in Tasmania, being disconnected, being really disconnected with the outside world, really connected with my family, being in nature, it just felt like I had bandwidth. I had Mm. some space and some capacity and, yeah, I've thought a lot about it. We've had some chats about it too and I, um, I've been journaling as well, mm. which is something that I've always wanted to be more consistent at and I'm not being too hard on myself but I've set myself a goal for making sure it happens like three times a week and that's just helped to just process a little bit. And what I've come to is that with consistency it will allow me to have the bandwidth to be present mm-hmm. in each area rather than rushing from one thing, trying to make room for the next thing, da 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 da, da. So, yeah. That's what I guess I mean with, like, consistency. It's going to allow me to keep a, a, a sense of calm yeah. and internal calm. Like, I don't know what it, my life looks like on the outside to other people. None of my business what other people think. But yeah. what it feels like for me to interact with my life. Mm. Um, and um, I think, I can't remember the saying, but it has something along the lines with discipline actually equals freedom. Yeah. And that was a big learning for me a few years ago it's like discipline sounds like it's hard and rigid but once you actually get into a consistent manner of the things that matter to you you've got space outside of of those things and everything else well it's like I think Tim Ferriss wears blue jeans and a white t-shirt like most days because then he doesn't have to burn bandwidth on what he's going to wear and he doesn't care you know that's a more trivial part but it is definitely something that um yeah I I used to think like rules and god like that's um, don't cage me I'm free but actual freedom comes from having a framework again I use the word framework because some of that rigidity does start to like (sighs) make me take some um rocking in the corner deep breaths but um yeah so just having that framework that that I'm really committed to sticking Mm. to it's not just like I've got a framework and you know let's see what happens so I guess yeah. And yeah. Oh, and I guess the other thing is I have also um, I've got a, a coach now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which um, I uh, decided. A PT. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I decided when I was away that, like, I know that I'm externally motivated to and I, I, I operate best when I'm, you know, got an external person that I'm like, I'll show you how yeah. good I am. Um, and, yeah, anyway, so I spoke to a few people but ended up going with um, – so it's an online coach. So he's a PT but also is like they do like education for PTs. Like he's really um, – well educated I've just said education about five times so anyway that was important to me because I you know I want to always be learning and up living so we're looking at um like my programming so he's writing programs for me checking in making sure I'm doing it form all that kind of stuff which is really cool like I actually haven't been coached Mm. for such a long time and I'm just like this feels good and we we always say like good coaches need coaches yeah um and also just working on my nutrition to power 
maximum strength, mm. um, which is something that, like, I know a fair bit about, but just having someone, you know, it's almost like just transferring the responsibility of that onto someone else because when you're, it just takes any of the emotional that, again, yeah. I want to just burn less bandwidth um, mm. on it. So that's been, it's, it's only early days, like uh, less, less than two weeks mm. um, since I've actually started the program, but that's going to help. Like I just decided like if, if I want to be committed and consistent, like I can come up with whatever plan that I want, but that external accountability of someone that's completely disconnected from my life, mm. you know, like I know that I can be accountable to you or I can yeah. be accountable yeah, to my yeah. friends and that's great. You guys are great resources, but just wanted to, you know, yeah, add this in. So I'm really feeling pumped and excited about that because what did we oh, – I should find the text is like – well, uh, we wrote down like a statement of my goal and I was just like, beast mode. <laughs> it's not that, but something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, well, we'll get an update in a month's time. Yeah, but I'm really... record again. Yeah, really um, yeah, enjoying that aspect too. It's just oh, nice. Awesome. What about you? Uh, well, my words, which I come up over the Christmas break, I was, you know, pondering what they were going to be this year and they are trust and let go. And that doesn't mean the opposite to what Shell's talking about in that I'm just going to trust <laughs> that my workouts get done and trust <laughs> that my meal gets prepped. <laughs> I can just imagine you sitting on that. I'm just trusting that this is all going to happen. Yeah, I'm yeah. just <laughs> manifesting my meals to pop up in my fridge. Um, no, that's it's not so much to do with you know, fitness. It's more to do with, um, I guess, an approach to tricky situations or approach to... Things, uh, unknown situations. Yeah, unknown situations. Um, one thing about me is that I do enjoy, enjoy a bit of control and um, being, I guess, in charge. And it doesn't mean that I can't roll with the punches, but I like to be in control of what those punches are. <laughs> and she likes to know where the punches are going to yeah. leave things. Yes. What's the outcome of these punches? Yes. And then we'll choose the right punch. Yeah. <laughs> and I've got which is, what so I, much which is part of what I love about you as well. Yeah. I've gotten so much better, um, but yeah, I can't get my you know self into a stress ball or my knickers in a knot when there's things that are just not in my hands. Like there's things that I'm just like I actually cannot control that um, business things, you know, staff things. I can't control everyone else's emotions and feelings or the way that life rolls sometimes. But what I can control is that I'm going to trust that I have the capability and strength and the resilience to get through it. Mm -hmm. And once I come to that, I've just got to let go mm. and know that letting go doesn't mean not caring. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to put in the work. It's a different attachment to outcomes. It's not, it's not, not getting yeah. bent out of shape. Yes. Is there, a, is there a part of the trust that's not just trusting that you can get through it, but trusting that things are unfolding as they yeah. should? Like, so yeah. just, yeah, I, don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth. No, I just want, that's yeah. 100%. It. Like, trust that um, I can't plan everything down to a detail and expect that to be how it's going to roll. It might roll out completely different to what I want it to or expect it to or plan it to, but that's probably for the best or that is just the way it is and yeah. trust it. Like, Yeah, and look, look, I think we can all take something from that. Like yeah. that is something that even though I guess maybe I lean a little bit more that way, yeah. it's still something that, yeah, like to really just, exist in that space is again really freeing yeah like, and it's not to say you don't have consistency in a framework and a routine it's just 
those two things together, we're a perfect match. Those we two are. things together. We are this year. <laughs> all years, um, all years. Yeah, <laughs> all years. Um, but, yeah, so I guess it's it's not to say that I'm not going to have you know, routine and goals and do the real, the simple things that I know make my body feel amazing really well. They're, they're all just everyday things, right? Yeah. Um, but when it comes to tricky times or moments mm. in the business or my personal life that I'm just like... Whew, that is not the way I expected it to go. Oh, yeah, wanted. Yeah. yeah, or that's that's going to throw a spanner in the works. Um, trust, let go. Things are unfolding as they yeah, should. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And that's that's hmm. really me for the year. We'll hmm. see how it goes. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. check. We'll check back in. We'll check back in in a month's time. <laughs> um, cool. Well, that's yeah going to wrap up and round out our episode today. I did want to just take the time to say thank you again. I know I spoke about this in podcast before I went away, knowing Mm. that I would be grateful, but I just wanted to really say thank you to you and to Mm. the whole team for actually just a seamless time while I was away. I don't know what it felt like, but everyone's like, yeah, we missed you, but everything was fine. (laughs) That was actually going to be one of my highs too. It's just the incredible coaching team and admin team, yoga team that we have behind us at the moment. They honestly made Shell's time away a breeze. Like they just go hard, work hard. Yeah. And so I just am, yeah, like forever grateful for, um, yeah, the team to be able to to do that. And I literally was able to to switch off. And so mm-hmm. I'm coming back feeling energised and like I, ha- you know, have the space to yep. bring on 2024. Yeah. Well, let's do it. We have got our final business shout out though. Yes. So it's going to be Tassie related. Yep. So back in influencer I, mode, travel I, influencer. <laughs> I know there are actually um, like, yeah, a few people that I know in Tassie mm. right now. So if you listen to this and you are going to be anywhere near Launceston, you must uh, get yourself to a vineyard called Loira Vines. It's L-O-I-R-A Vines. Um, it is actually where I was going to have my 40th. Uh, and the reason I know about this is my very dear friend, Jacey. Um, she, it's her childhood friend. So they went to school together from like year four in wow. Gloucester. And Jace was like, my mate is down there so Mirabai and Adrian um, own that and they've got a gorgeous little girl the same age as Dot who's just started school this year too Um, and it is just beautiful they have done an incredible job so they moved down to Tassie I think seven years ago wow Um, Mirabai if you ever listen to this or JC correct me if I'm wrong but um, and they took this on as everyone was like, oh, it's just going to be a hobby, but they have turned it into an incredible vineyard. They produce their own wines. They grow their grapes. There's also ciders that they make. So they Mm. grow apples. They've got um, a joint venture with a local um, gin distillery. So they use their grapes and infuse them into gin. They have these incredible tasting platters that are all local produce. So it is just like all of the things that make me so excited. And I know a bunch of you too. So, you know, uh, I think, I'll, I'll link their Instagram and, and stuff on our show notes, but it is was a real highlight of, um, yeah, of our trip to being able yeah. to go. And, again, like it hits my feels of all that stuff, but connection and then we're able, you know, the connection through yeah. mutual friends. But and, the photo of the food you sent oh, me looked like incredible, the freshest grazing platter. It was like mm. you do an incredible grazing platter. Oh, but that but looked it was It was epic. pretty top shelf. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it was, it, yeah, definitely make sure you get some time. They're open, I think, 
Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So make sure you're around the Launceston yeah. area. Um, Go there. Uh, over the weekend. Epic. Cool. All righty. Have a great rest of your day, guys, and we'll catch you next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.